Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up today, well, there's been a death. There's been a tragic death. A horrible tragic death. We're very, very broken up inside. So uh, we'll just have to process that with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's yeah, it's Fred Phelps, people. He's dead. He's dead. He's deed. He's dead. It's official. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about reactions to and uh, our reactions our to. reaction to. We're not going to talk too much about him. We beyond just clarifying who, who he is and, and what he horrible things he did. And uh, and then we'll and what yeah. wonderful things he did. He was a a dear dear man. What a good man. <laughs> And you could, you could just see it on his face. You could. You, it was his it was, face was the face of a good man. It was the face of a good man with some sort of pox, maybe a bit of a pox. A pox. I don't know. One of the pictures of him, he's got all. It, maybe he has rosacea. Old man oh, rosacea. Don't make fun of rosacea. I, I would a, never. That's my, a horrible affliction. My wife has rosacea. I know. It's not a horrible affliction. She, gets, she, she has it under control. When it's not under control, it's a... She has zits. Horrible. It's a, an, aff, aff, Red an affliction cheeks. of <laughs> biblical proportions. And low. <laughs> and, and Moses did look out upon his people, and the Lord had smote them with the rosacea. <laughs> and he did cry out unto the Lord, why? Uh, well, Job. Why right? is everyone so pink-cheeked? Job. Job had rosacea. Yeah, it was one of the. That things. was one of the things. Yeah, he had like, boils all over his body, and he had terrible rosacea. He, and he had to eat food that was like kind of not his favorite <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> terrible. He's affliction. like tabbouleh again. <laughs> really? I guess, okay. Oh, I yeah. guess I have to. It's, all right. It's it's my lot in life. I guess oh. the Lord is testing me. Yeah. <clears throat> <coughs> oh, ladies Dear and gentlemen. Me. That was a tiny little bit of um, of, Reese's, of Reese's peanut butter cup that just got lodged in something. I could feel it just scratching oh, the back of my throat. Oh dear! I'm terribly oh dear. sorry, everybody. I will avoid Reese's in the future. Be healed, show. Be healed. I, I faith heal you of we'll, Reese's. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Um, the Salvation Army. I'm going to do the Salvation Army. Yeah, they, you've heard of them. I, yeah, the, I know the Salvos, mm-hmm, the Sally Ann. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they have settled a lawsuit. Oh, dear me. Yeah. What? what? Well, this particular lawsuit was brought uh, on behalf of 19 people and former employees. Oh. Actually, at that time, current and former employees. Want to guess how long ago this thing was filed? How long ago? 2004. Oh, wow. The judicial system is... It's... The courts are speedy. Well, I'm guessing what happened was that the Sally Ann was just trying to bury these guys in as much paperwork mm. and just drag it on for as long as they could. That's what you do. If you can. If you're if you if you're if the you're one with the, the money, yep. then that's what you do. Right. So it's been dragging on and dragging on. Finally there's been a settlement for two of the plaintiffs. Two hmm. of the nineteen plaintiffs. Okay. Um the they've agreed to pay four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in damages and attorneys' fees. Wait, so what? What were these people claiming happened? I mean, uh, they were uh, being fired or else being required uh, illegally to uh, 
to uh, acknowledge that the group's mission was to provide services consistent with the gospel of the Jesus of Jesus Christ. Oh, they were kind of they were they felt that they were being forced to declare that their religion aligned with that of their employer. Well, were they were like were they working at a thrift shop or were um, they working like they, at, like the headquarters of the. Salvation Army. Uh, you know, it's a, I it I think it's at the thrift shop. I think you're ab- absolutely right about that. Okay. All um, right. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a, a and these by the way were government funded programs. Apparently there were <laughs> Oh, right, because they have like probably like an employment um right type thing. Yeah. Right? So so in a government funded uh work program. Work work program, you can't you can't make people love Jesus. Not allowed. Not allowed. So no. okay. So the so there was a suit, All right. and of the nineteen people suing, it was the uh, the uh, the NYCLU, the the New York City, uh, or the New York Civil Liberties Union, that brought the uh, the discrimination suit. And uh, on behalf of nineteen people, two people apparently got a payout. Oh, I bet the seven those other seventeen <laughs> a are decade a decade later. <laughs> well, good. They got something. That's important. Yeah, I guess so. They, just, no, they need to be held accountable. Yeah, they do. They need you to. Know, they do need to be held accountable. Religious groups cannot shouldn't feel free to go nutty this way. Right. The fact that it was drawn out this long just makes my eyes roll back in my head. Because God, just, I mean, I'm guessing they were just being such douchebags about it. That's possible. Just trying to make it go away, not acknowledging anything. Well, just, they probably weren't. Their lawyers were. Their lawyers are they. They are, you know, they are the representations right, I, of them. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, um, I uh, would like to go to Louisiana. Ooh, for the sto- so would I. For the story of, um, yeah. But, but yeah. You're, you're just going to do a story, I'm though. just going to do a story. We're not actually We're going, not going oh. to Louisiana. Okay. Um. Uh, the, 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 a, a man in Shreveport. Mm. We've been to Shreveport. You and I went to Shreveport. We've been through Shreveport. A little less than a year ago. Yeah. A little more, a little less than a year ago. Right. Sorry. Time was tricking me for a second. When did we go on the trip? It was like May. Right. So a little less. Yeah. yeah you're right. Uh, so um, sh- a man in Shreveport uh, has an idea um, about, you know, you know how states have like, um, they'll have like a state song and a state, oh yeah, a state flower and a state tree. Maybe do you right? know what Utah's state song is? Uh, I, you know, I don't. Utah, we love thee. Uh, how does it go? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay, I know how the Oklahoma one goes. Well, everybody knows how the Oklahoma <laughs> one goes. The Georgia one's good too. The Georgia one's the best one. What is it? It's Georgia on my mind. It's oh. the... The Ray Charles song. Wow. They did they did a good job. Yeah. Them. Well, um so so actually Louisiana State Tree, the bald cypress. Oh nice. The uh their state flower, the magnolia. Of course. Sure. Um the state reptile. Uh, gator. The alligator, yeah, very good. Um but they don't yet have a state book. <laughs> And this man in Shreveport wants he has, a, he has a suggestion. Wait, wait. Of the state book. Now I'm I'm just gonna spitball here. Uh, I'm gonna guess yeah. that it's not 
Because what they should, of course, do is go by a you know some southern writer based there. Mm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. an Anne Rice novel. Oh, lovely! Sure, sure. Yeah. She's <laughs> one of her books is the state book. Right? Yeah, yeah. The Interview with a Vampire book. is the state book of <laughs> did it did very very well. It's based in New Orleans. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna yeah, guess yeah. that that's not where they went. No, that's not. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'll bet I can guess what it is. I think you probably can. Is it the Bible? It is the Bible. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, he, um, this is uh, Representative Thomas Carmody. Mm. Uh, he has filed House Bill 503. Uh, this is going forward this session. Okay. Um, it would make a specific Bible. So, not the bible oh okay it's like a generic concept but a specific bible um in fact the oldest one owned by the state uh to become the official state book how how does the state gain ownership of bibles oh who knows i'm who knows apparently in the archive somewhere there's there's a bible so it's not it's not like this is this is physical book we're not talking about a book meaning like a title. No, we're talking about like this one. This book. Let's dust this thing off. Yeah, and it's now the state the official book. state book. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Th- then at least, if nothing else, I mean, it's. I'm not. I'm not trying to justify this at all. But at least there potentially could be like some history behind it. Like mm. if, if this is the oldest Bible, well, whose Bible was it? And how did it get here? And like, at least there's something to it in some way, a connection to the state's history in some way. I don't think they should have a state Bible. You know? Yeah. I, I think they're kind of inviting the fufruf to come and <laughs> somebody's well, going to write a letter. Apparently. Um, and I just noticed this in the article, but it looks like, um, the, uh, the Alabama has the Bible. <laughs> Has a Bible as its state book. Yeah, sure. Um, well, see, that's the so, problem yeah. right there. You don't want the same state book as your next door neighbor. Everybody needs a different. I mean, I guess it's a different Bible. Yeah. So, well, but, they're not right next door. There's Mississippi in the way. Yeah. Okay. But nonetheless, fine. Just geography whiz. Who the hell cares? <laughs> It's true. We did drive through it. I yeah, you'd think the, I would remember. The, there was a sequence of events that got us to Alabama. It all just and... blurs together. <laughs> yes, Jackson <laughs> did Mississippi happen before anything in Alabama. Right, right. Yeah. Well, so, there just you go. A... Yeah. But um but that's neither really here nor there. They should not want one that another state already has. Right. If 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 you have if you know of a state that already has the magnolia as its state flower, you wouldn't go out and hey, we should have the magnolia too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? You don't. You you want you want unique. something unique. Yeah. That's the whole point of a state. Anything. For instance, in Utah, the state bird is the California seagull. Yes, makes total sense. Makes total. Sense. Although they just changed our tree. What did they? Change did you know that? Oh, they changed it from the Colorado something or other. It was the Colorado blue spruce. Right. But I don't know what they changed it to. I just remember that they changed our our yeah. state tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The seagull I get because... Because we've got a the, thing. The, the, the damned birds are everywhere. 
and there's like this old like story of like the seagulls saving the crops and crap from right, crickets. Right. Um, so that's a that's a thing. Also, oh, I, oh, the new tree is the aspen. Aspen, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. We, uh, well, the Senate voted to change it. I, th- I think it's still in the works. I think oh, we're okay. still spruced up for now. <laughs> uh, but there are there are a lot of aspen in this state, so mm-hmm. that would. And they're mm-hmm. a lovely tree. Oh, it's a beautiful tree. Mm. It's a beautiful tree. Those Going quaking the leaves. Quaking, yeah. It's the, amazing. They turn they turn the that bright yellow in the fall. That's so the, pretty. The largest uh living entity. Organism. Organism. Yeah. yeah. On because the planet. Wasn't it it was here, wasn't it? Yeah. Up in one of our mountains. Yeah, I think we've got the largest living organism on the planet. Yeah. It, there may be a slime mold, I think, that actually that is the, technically... the, that's rivaling it or okay. something. But okay. but technically a grove of aspen, what looks like many trees, is it's technically a tree. One organism. Yeah. yeah. They share their root system. Right, right. It's a very it's one root system. <laughs> that's right. It's a network of root. Okay. We get it. They're they're, they're <laughs> all right, all right. Um <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, Louisiana uh, in the Bible. Do we have a state book? I have no clue. It would be the Book of Mormon. That's an, that, that's a no-brainer. That's an easy one. Do we? But I do don't we have know. One? I don't know. You should you should look that up. I'm going to right now. Just yeah, you. There you go. I looked up the state tree. You look up the state book. Okay. Do we have one? Um, Google. I looked for Utah State Book and it didn't. <laughs> yeah, do I don't think we do. I I feel like I would be aware of it. If we had a, maybe it's a, maybe it's just a, uh, like a, an atlas of Utah. That's what it should be. That's a good book. Yeah. yeah. your state book. Yeah. Or something. Anyway, uh, no man knows my history. How about that for our state book? Mm. No. Okay. So I'm going to move us to, uh, Dateline Seattle. Okay. Mega church pastor Mark Driscoll. We've talked oh. about him before. He's a, he has Mars Hill Church. Yeah. He's a firebrand. Ooh, that one. Indeed. He's a he's a he's 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 gained a lot of notoriety over the years. Um not not none of it or not a small amount of it coming from his New York Times best-selling book. Oh. Which uh which he uh he co-penned uh with his wife Grace. Um, okay. uh, called real marriage. Oh, oh, that sounds nice. Right. Well, so here's the. There are a couple problems with that. Are they not really married? They're really married. Um, he plagiarized some of the material in the book. He was oh. caught out on that. Oh no. Uh, and then from whom? Uh, from. Let me find that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah. Oh, and it was uh. Yeah. Anyway, yes, he he has some citation errors, and uh, uh, oh, yeah, some meaning he didn't cite the people that he was plagiarizing. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so it wasn't just like he used like MLA instead of Chicago. Right. Right. No, he... that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> if there had been the footnote there, I think we could have forgiven stylistic issues. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, um. The uh, so that was a bit of a controversy. The new controversy is that uh, he's used a firm to buy copies of the book mm. uh, to mm. to rocket it onto the New York Times. What the list. fuck? Apparently, that's a thing. Apparently, you can do this, and uh, it works. And then more people buy it. And then more people it's buy on the it. List. It must have been really good. Book. Right. If it's a New York Times bestseller, it must be good. 
And everybody starts buying it. Oh, that's I hate shit. Like and then that. I'm guessing this firm probably returns the books <laughs> to Barnes and Noble. Right. I'm sorry. I'd like to return 2,200 copies of this book, please. Uh, only. Uh, do you have the receipt? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, good. Because otherwise, it would have to be an exchange. <laughs> Can I get store credit for that? <laughs> I want store. I don't even want the cash. I just want store credit. Because I'm I'm part of a firm that buys these up that does this regularly. Yeah. Uh, coffee, you could trade the credit in for Ooh, coffee. You know, that's a lot of good coffee. That, that'll that'll last you. That's hanging out at Barnes and Noble a little too much for me, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Driscoll uh, also, uh, so he he has apologized for all of this for using this marketing strategy. He said, "I'm sorry that I used this strategy and will never use it again." I have also asked my publisher not to use the New York number one New York Times bestseller status in future publications, and am working to remove this from past publications as well. Oh, okay. Isn't there is nothing like getting caught to teach you remorse? (laughs) Well, that's what you that's what you regret, right? Although, frankly, I'm going to give him props just for that, like. He's Coming actually out and saying in the future we won't saying I'm sorry and saying mm-hmm. and taking actual action that looks like he's showing remorse mm-hmm. rather than just like oops it's on all the books now I can't really take off that number one New York Times bestseller thing but I am really sorry if he's actually trying to do it and who knows if he's actually trying to do well, it well what he needs to do is he needs to hire a firm to buy up all the books that say that <laughs> and, and, and erase re- it and then replace them or <laughs> cover them with a sticker put a sticker. Yeah. Right on there. He's bu- yeah, exactly. Or or just yeah, like a little. It could just be like a red circle with a this, line through the it. same. The same firm goes back into the store. Hey, I need to. I need to buy those books again. <laughs> you know the one. Do you still have all those books? I returned. Did, did you reshelve those, or what did you do? Are they still in a box? That would be mm-hmm. a, that'd be convenient. I just need to buy them again. Yeah. Oh well. He also uh, apologized to his church for lacking humility. Oh. Uh, but but he is such a good little apologist. But I'll tell you what he says. He's gotten in enough trouble that uh, he's he's backing off of the social media for a while. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's untwittering and everything. Wow. So, yeah. He reverse said, Twitter. Yes, exactly. He I says my angry that. young prophet days are over. <laughs> he's got to re- he's got to quote reset his life. <laughs> He's looking at, he says social media, he says the distractions it can cause for my family and our church are not fruitful or helpful at this time. Wow. Meaning a bunch of people are tweeting just mean ass shit at him and he can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? The I mean, that's an interesting thing to do as a public figure to like back off of social media. Yeah. It's, Hmm. it goes against the conventional wisdom anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Just he like we just do, tweet we go his apologies. We go against the conventional wisdom mm. in that we don't tweet when we really, really should be. <sighs> I you know, here's the problem with Twitter. Still to this day, I've I, I mean I tried. <laughs> okay, this is not like somebody who just I'm not some luddite who you know just can't deal with it, right? right. I have tried to to be on Twitter. 
I don't get it. Me neither. I just for the are life we too of old? Me, what happened? Don't get it. I, don't, I just don't think my mind works that way. Yeah. I don't get what the thrill is. And how do you? I mean, you, and then you're supposed to sit there for hours and look through everybody else's tweets and Bletch. stuff. That sounds awful. Why would I do that? No. 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 So sorry, no. we don't tweet at you. We we do the Facebook thing. Well, Mackenzie does the Facebook thing. Yeah. There's a reason why we don't do it. Because again, it's kind of this But we want to connect with you guys. We do want to connect. And I like yeah. that and I like that what because of how much work Mackenzie puts into it, mm. it now I mean it's it's this vibrant it's little f- it's community. Flowing. It's right? pulsing. And I get on there, and I now do comment on stuff, sure, and I sure. do respond to people. And well, and, and I'm uh, on Facebook. Like I go to Facebook. Yeah, I don't I, ever uh, go to Twitter. Yeah, no, I, I don't really do a lot of Facebooking in my life. But mm. I'm really trying to get onto the TGIA one. Okay, because I think that it's important. Yeah, we're there for you. Yeah, in the ways that we are. <laughs> And in the ways that we're not, uh, uh, just email just, us or leave us a voice. Yeah. Because that's, we get that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so there you go. Mark Driscoll. <laughs> in a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I have, um, my next story is about, um, well, you know, there, there's this thing in Mormonism right now oh, where yeah. there. And and I'm wondering if this story is actually um, kind of a response to, actually. Mm. But anyways, um, so recently, I'm just going to say what they've done. The Mormons put up a bunch. They, they actually put up pictures of the female leadership of the church, right? Right. right. In, In the conference center, okay, so- which is their big mega knackle thing. And they um, and they historically always had photos of all the men who were leaders of the church. So the, the first presidency, right. and members of the Quorum of the Twelve, and so forth and so on. There's a so, whole there's a whole hierarchy and infrastructure, and, no, right. and and of course the hierarchy does not include girls. No, no girls allowed. No. It says so on the door. Right, and and so so the the leadership of the Relief Society. It's three that's, women. That, that's the that's the women's the women's auxiliary auxiliary. Um, the primary, which is Sunday school for children, which is traditionally run by a woman, and young women's, which is Sunday school for teenage girls. Right. Um, and also those are those are the three auxiliaries of of the LDS Church that are run by women. And so, um, so anyways, who are all by the way completely. Under the thumb of the men. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Men it's say jump, like they, they say how right. high. They, they don't really run. I mean, they run them, but they don't. They run it. They administrate them. Yes. Um, but anywho, so it's kind of there. Oh, hey, this is a first. We're putting up pictures of the women among who run the auxiliaries. Among the pictures of the men. And all it really does for me is show just how segregated the leadership of the LDS church is. Yeah. Like it just, I mean, it just like, you know it. Right. And right. there's not a Mormon who thinks that there's like this integrated leadership. Right. But, but there was a strange thing. Like when, when you didn't have any photos of women up, right. You didn't necessarily think of how segregated out into their own little corner they are. Right. Right. Because there's this whole like priesthood thing. And well, of course the leadership of the church is, all men of course it is priesthood holders you know but then oh here's what we give the women (laughs) and boy i just i said i saw the photo of of all of these of these new big 
portraits, big photos that are up hanging. And I and what's funny is that you see like so all of the photos in that picture are of three people. Right. There are the photos of the different groups of the the first presidency, which is the prophet, the the president of the church and his two counselors. Right. So you see those three and you see like several pictures of of different ones there. Uh-huh. And so it's just like three men in Black suits, three oh. men in black suits, three men in black suits, women in colors and bright colors, like Easter colors. Yeah. Men in black suits, men in black suits, men in black suits. Yeah, yeah. No, these women are always dressed for Easter. Oh my god! Except they don't have hats on. They don't. They don't. Well, they don't. Mormon women don't wear hats in general. No. <laughs> Although Andrea's sister loves to wear hats on Easter. Oh really? She That's wears cute. them. She even wears. She wears them to church, which is weird. But allowed. For a Mormon. It's allowed, but it, it's weird. It is weird. Every Mormon... People will take note. They'll be like, what the fuck is that? It's a hat. Is she, is she, is she allowed to is do Is she that? allowed to do that? Bishop, Bishop. Can, is she, can is she, she allowed, wear a is, is, hat? Can she wear a hat? Is Bishop she will be like, well, yes, she can. Well, yeah, it's technically within the rules. There should be there should be a wear a hat to church day because the the Mormon feminists and that's what this is a reaction to. Your story is a re, is, is the church responding Absolutely. to all of this pressure from Mormon feminists who want more space and visibility and whatnot. But they don't they're not asking for this. No 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 no. This is this, a, is, this is a bone that's being thrown them that was not requested. Right. This is a, as weak sauce a response as yeah. they could possibly have summoned up. Anyway. I, so they do their their wear pants to church day as their uh-huh. sort of little little you know protest or yeah. whatever yeah which is allowed yeah but but uncommon among Mormon women uh-huh. I think they should do a wear hats to church day not because they're protesting anything just because it's weird mm. there should be a just weird Mormons unite. <laughs> I don't think it's men. I don't that think weird. I don't think I men can this, wear hats, but the men cannot wear hats to church, and I know that for a fact. Um, here's the deal: I do. Rem- I didn't grow up in Utah, right, as a Mormon. Right. So, like, I do know the church in a slightly different setting, and so the whole wearing hats on Easter Sunday, I I just could predict that it wouldn't be common in Utah because I know Utahns right. well enough. Right. Um, it happened a lot in the wards that we sure, were in. Sure, in the south, um, especially. I can I'm ima- sure. I imagine yeah. lots yeah, yeah, of hats. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, there you go. Um, pretty colors now adorning the walls. Yeah, on the women. Yeah. Um, I'm going to the Empire State Building. One of the most famous buildings in the world, situated in lovely That's Manhattan. Beautiful. I'll be there soon. Yeah, going to going to New York. I don't oh. know if I'll go to Empire State, but. I went, I went last time. It was yeah. really fun. I, it it's actually fun. this great view, and yeah. there's birds. And that, you get to stand in line for a really long time. Not if you go at two in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah, I think. Well, I think it was like midnight. It's I think, open. I think they're open till two. No way. We went at midnight. There wasn't a single. There, there was. We wa- oh, we had to walk through the stanchions and all of the lines. Right. So we like mazed our way around. Yeah, but went straight to the. Ticket taker, and then through another maze straight to the elevators, yeah. and then. And when I went up, it it was um, a very, very, very cold day in February, uh-huh. and yeah, there wasn't much. <laughs> right, see, <laughs> but I do remember the stanchions. You just gotta, you just gotta uh, strategize there. It was awful. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you what, who it was awful for. Hmm. 
Uh, Amina and Fahad Termizi. Oh. A Muslim couple from Long Island. Oh. They're okay. suing. And why? For $5 million. Okay. What happened? They got kicked out. Why? Uh, praying. They prayed? They they went into their evening prayer. They claim that they sort of tried to find a little tucked away place, them and their children. And they prayed. Oh. And they were kicked out. Ooh. Summarily dismissed. I think they should have scheduled it better. It does seem... I, here's I, the thing. I, 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 I don't really have a problem with Muslims and their prayers. And, like, I get that, you know... Yeah, they have, they got to do it five times a day and whatever. What? So... They claim to have been, quote, menacingly poked. <laughs> <laughs> so, but wait, what... Okay, so they were praying and that's that's why they were kicked out. Did they say yes. anything else as to, like... Why they chose to kick out some praying Muslims? No, there's very there little word on that other speculation than... Speculation as to, like, why they did? Because, well, like, I'll... I can imagine why you would you would be uncomfortable by with Muslims praying on top of a tall building in New York City. Right? I mean, I don't want to be... I mean, I want to create space for everyone to be able to sort of do whatever, but I can see why New Yorkers might get a little antsy on top of a tall building... <laughs> When it comes to Muslim prayer. Now, and this I, is not to conflate all Muslims no, with the terrorists it's on not, 9-11. It's not right. It's, <laughs> it's totally just wrong. Thinking. there. It's just you got to think about these things a little bit. Because, <laughs> I mean, and they had, you know, I think their kids were there. So, I mean, I would I, look at that and I would be like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. But maybe still... watch them closely. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they weren't already being watched closely. I mean, any Muslim uh, will tell no, you. Yeah, that's true. But okay, here's the deal. I think our our reaction might be a little wrong. Of course, it's wrong. Uh, because I mean, it, it is. It's it's y- you don't blame the, the bullied, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, 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 when when somebody you ha- you have to put blame in the right place. And sure, it was. <laughs> I don't know enough about the law to know if they were being if if this was an illegal thing. Them yeah, that's kick, the weird them thing. Being kicked I mean, out. it's private property. Sure, they and... they claim that they were assaulted, battered, and forcibly removed. Mm-hmm. Although, like menacing poking, it doesn't sound too horrible. I mean, I, uh, but a poke can hurt. <laughs> Ow! Five million, please. <laughs> They were also embarrassed because they were carted off sort of in front yeah, of all no, of the other people. It's, it's bad stuff. form all around. It's Frankly, they form. should have been embarrassed for praying in public. Yeah, like... That's a private thing. It's a private thing. It it, it always... Whenever I'm... Uh, I see people, like, in a restaurant praying over their meal. Yeah, that's private. It's weird. Yeah, that's a weird thing to and do. Like, and stop, stop it. it. It's public. Right. Like, even my super religious parents... We're always like, yeah, we don't pray at the restaurant. At the restaurant, right? You don't at pray the re- at the restaurant. You don't bless your food at the restaurant. We all know that. That's not for there. No, you, you leave it at home. You you repent later. <laughs> you you. Had... Did your parents feel like they had to repent no, for not? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's totally fine. Here's the thing. That's the real issue. Here is that they. How obnoxious were they being to pray on top of the Empire State Building? It's pretty. I think it's obnoxious. But I think a space. I, I think that clearly the people at 
Now, who kicked them out needed to be more sensitive to, right, to right. what was going on. Because the level of other obnoxious behaviors on the top of the state building, the Empire State, there's just lots of obnoxious behavior up on the top of the Empire State yeah, building. Yeah, that's true. It is kind of... It's a, it's a magnet for obnoxious behavior. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. not... So I don't That's I a don't good know. point, actually. I think, How do you parse out what is... I think it's in bad taste for them to have done it. Yeah. But I don't know that they think didn't have the right to be there. I think that both parties are at fault. Right. Here. Yeah. On, on some level. You know what? If you if you got to do it, and it's right now, it's got to be now, well, they, go into the bathroom, find the stall that's facing Mecca, and just the, do oh, it there. They're too weird about poo. <laughs> they never would do that, Dan. They're totally weird about poo in bathrooms. Yeah, well. They have to say prayers to like, forgiveness after they poo. So well, yeah. That's... Uh, or... Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Anyway. I can't remember exactly what it is. All right. Um, yeah. Oof. That one makes me feel icky. It's weird. It makes me feel icky because I want to feel... I feel like as a society, we need to create those spaces. Right. And I feel like... But I would have been really... I would be really uncomfortable yeah. seeing anybody start praying at the top of the... The Empire State Building. Yeah, and for any reason. And you know, if it was a group of Christian is, kids that were all praying, if it was anybody, I would just be like, ah. If they have a rule that nobody can pray at the top of the building, right? I doubt they have that rule. I bet they do now. Well, maybe. I bet they have a rule that nobody can pray. Or no maybe, public prayers. Or maybe they have a rule offered. that it's okay for everybody. Or maybe they have a rule now. Yeah. Who knows? Do you want to know they who, have a prayer rule. You want to know who weighed in on this? That uh, that Bill Donahue, that Catholic League guy. What did he say? He uh, <laughs> he made it about himself. Did he pray at the top of the world? No. The, the, he said, the he said on August 26, 2010, I led a rally of over 3,000 people in the streets across from the Empire State Building to protest Anthony Malkin, he's the principal owner, uh, refusal to light the towers blue and white on the 100th anniversary of Mother Teresa's birthday. Well, Mother Teresa was a bitch. Well, so, it, according to Donahue, he says I he had no problem honoring the anniversary of the communist Chinese government, even though Mao and his minions murdered blah blah blah. Anyway, what's great is that he uh, this is about him. So so then in the end, he says Muslims who pray in public, including in public accommodations, are simply exercising their constitutional right. In play are two First Amendment rights, freedom of speech and freedom of religion. We hope that Hines investigates the extent to which security guards are expected to censor religious speech. We wish him and this innocent Muslim couple well. Hmm. An interesting show of solidarity because it's somehow about him. <laughs> Still mad. All right. From 2010. <laughs> all right well i have a quiz for you dan or actually it's a game we're gonna play it's not really a quiz we're gonna play a little game you love games and quizzes i do <laughs> I, and they're fun okay here we um, go. so this i i found this on king james bible org. <laughs> oh and it is a page that they have um it, it the, the the title of the page is scientific proof of the bible oh and um it 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 says that you know it, it points out that the Bible was written probably between like fourteen fifty BC, according to them, 
and 95 AD. Okay. Okay. So that's sort of that's the that's... span of time right. when all these writings happened and they, you know, were pulled together to make the Bible. Sure. Um, and uh, so so what they what they've done is they have three columns on this page. Mm-hmm. Um. There's scientific fact or principle, right? And then there's like oh, a okay. list of all these different scientific facts or principles. Sure. And then there's a column that is the date of discovery by man. Oh, yes. Right. Um, by science. By science. Yes. The the scientific discovery of this scientific principle sure. or fact. Sure. And then they give a Bible, a Bible reference where this the scientific fact or principle was sort of spelled out in the Bible back in that time frame. Predating. We were about, predating any of All these of this stuff. Yeah. Because the Bible is that amazing. Right. The very, very, very first, the earliest date of discovery by man is in the 15th century. Okay. So this Honestly. is all... So, I mean, these Bibles, the, 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 the writers of the Bible had it figured out way back Centuries. When, right? Centuries ahead. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read... The Bible verse. Okay. And then I want you to come up with, with if you can. With what scientific principle? What scientific principle or fact was clearly demonstrated, demonstrated okay. in that verse. As okay. we all know, I am a brilliant scientist, so yes. this should be easy for me. Uh, Job 38.7. Oh, dear. When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy... This uh, proves that the, they knew that the sun is one of the stars. No, it uh, oh. it proves that uh, stars give off um, radio signals. <laughs> <laughs> they sing! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Why didn't I think of that? I know, I know. Why didn't I think of that? I know, right? I would just have been impressed that if they knew that the sun was a star. Nah. That yeah. would have been impressive to me. Yeah. No, no, I was no. giving them more credit than they deserved. Okay, let's try it again. Okay, Job thirty-eight sixteen. Wow, Job's a good one. Yeah. Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea, or hast thou walked in the search of the depth? Uh, this proves the knowledge of oceanic currents. <laughs> the springs o- of the sea. That's what I'm going to say. Oceans contain freshwater springs. That's what that proves. <laughs> I didn't see that That's, in there at there all. You, there you go. The springs of the sea. It says it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Springs um, that you can walk in. Oh, this is an interesting one. Okay. Uh, who hath measured the water? Uh, the, first of all, this is Isaiah forty twelve. Oh, okay. Uh, who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted out heaven with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales? And the hills in a balance. Who can take a rainbow measured in your hand? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's the metric system. It's it's. it's I uh, wait wait. It's meeting out things in your hand and then weighing the mountains. I got nothing. Dust is important to survival. What the fuck? <laughs> they did not just say that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just it, they're, That's they're, what it says. Dust is important to survival. 
Oh, here's one. Let's see if you can get this oh, one. Wait a minute. No, because I've got to get back to dust. How? <laughs> it doesn't say anything about dust, Dan. And it doesn't say anything about anything being important or essential to survival. I'm... <laughs> I, I, they're relying on people not reading these. What the hell? They are absolutely. Oh, this. look at this okay. list. Wait, you know what? I, I got it. I got it. You give me another one, I will know what it is. Okay. This is from Ecclesiastes 1.7. Okay. Okay. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. Unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither, thither, thither they return again. Okay. You know what this proves? What? Subatomic particles. The water cycle. Quarks. That's what this proves. Okay. As much as the last one proved the dust thing, <laughs> I'm saying that one's subatomic particles. Oh, I haven't read this one. Um, uh, this is Job 38.25. Okay. Who hath divided a water course for the overflowing of waters, or a way for the lightning of thunder? Uh, the lightning of thunder? Mm-hmm. And dividing a... Oh, oh it's, it's, it's electricity. Because you, if you if you get away for the lightning, then you can capture it. It's it's Doc Brown. Um, the the, the it, it it apparently uh-huh. it it uh, it's talking about the fact that lightning and thunder are related. Those assholes. <laughs> they're just assholes. <laughs> this whole site, I, we're not doing anymore because they're just making me oh, mad. This one's good. No, I oh fine. Okay. Um, I almost said what it. I mean, who doesn't know that lightning and thunder are related? I know that that wasn't discovered like in the 1400s. That was discovered in the year negative four thousand. Unfortunately, they don't say who the scientist was or anything enough to be able to like figure out exactly what they're talking about. Like, there's no. This is this thing is shoddily done. Neanderthals noticed that. It probably has to do with somebody like actually figuring out what the actual like what speed the, of sound is. What, yeah. Okay. Fine. Right. That's what. That's the man's discovery of that. Would be my guess. Ugh. But like, it clearly, everybody knew, light, and then thunder. And then you wait for a second, and then it thunders. Yeah. And that happens. And sometimes it was long. Sometimes it was short. Sometimes it was bright. And 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 if it seemed like it was really close to you, it happened a lot faster. And yeah. if it seemed like it was far away. It, yeah. Right. They all, yeah, monkeys know that. Yeah. All of the things know that. <laughs> Job 8, 16. He is green before the sun, and his branch shooteth forth in his garden. Photosynthesis. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, we're done. We are done with these people. If you want to tell us how to... By the way, I can scientifically prove the Bible. Holy crap. What was that? Oh, that was a... It was a ghost. Uh, it was a ghost. We had a ghost. Uh, I can scientifically prove the, pr- prove the Bible. Uh, you can? It, well, I can prove that it exists, uh, yeah. which is all that they seem to be claiming with that verbiage. Anyway, if you want to prove <laughs> something in the Bible to us, you can do so by writing to us. And that would be, uh, you, do, you go onto the, uh, your mail client of choice, and you, and you start a new message, and you mm. enter into the to field podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or, I guess yes. you could pick up the telephonic device of your choice. <laughs> of, of choice. And uh, 
however one does this, whether it's touching a screen, pushing <laughs> buttons, right. or perhaps even dialing right oh ooh, if you've got one of those dials if, if you're old school uh our telephone number for our voicemail <laughs> is uh 424-666-8442 right or you can uh, just go onto the facebook page and uh, we'll all just have a good time over there that's uh facebook.com slash tgi atheist all right we are going to take a quick break Fun break, and uh, you'll you'll we'll we'll play you some Fox News on the way out, and yeah. we'll come this, back. This is Bill Hemmer. Uh, mm. He he has a claim about some stuff. They're talking about something completely they're, unrelated. They're talking about the Malaysian flight going, the Malaysian plane disappearing. Yes, and then he takes it somewhere. Yeah transponder on at this time so any accurate altitude indication is lost at that point so what they're using is radar tracks that they have on tape trying to triangulate them as best they can and determine approximately what altitude but you can't go, you can't take that for right. gospel so it took us what a hundred years to fly the, uh, find the titanic it took us two thousand years to find noah's ark yeah do we ever find flight 370 oh, i think we fly flight flight 370 much more much sooner than those two things thank god well, well, we, Wait, there was, there was a couple problems here. Did you hear something thrown in in the middle there? <laughs> Feel like there was something thrown in uh, right in the middle there. He gets a lot of facts wrong. <laughs> and then there's Noah's Ark. Yeah. And uh, 2,000 years to find it? Right, right. Which, so, apparently we found it because the Noah's Ark was about, f- supposedly, according to, like, Bible scholars... Or 40, like 4,200 years ago, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay. About 4,000, 4, 4, give, uh, give or take. Yeah. Okay. So around the time of Jesus, uh-huh. there were these archaeologists out. <laughs> we're like, and hey, that's when they found the found, ark? I found the ark. <laughs> it's over here. <laughs> they probably would have had an easier time back then finding it. Well, and convincing people that it's yeah. real. Because uh, the, the thing that he's probably referring to is a, basically a hoax that happened... I don't know when it started, but there's a there's a place in Turkey that they're claiming is Noah's Ark. Well, yeah, there's this like um, up on Mount Ararat. Yeah, this this formation. Of, <laughs> it's like, actually like rocks. Yeah, yeah. But and there's some wood and some yeah metal. But they say what's amazing about it is that it's the oh, I love this. It's the biblical length mm. of uh, 515 feet, which I guess is the length that. That Noah's Ark was. Oh. Right. 515 feet long. And, you know, like, numbers can, like that can be hard to conceive. Like, how, <laughs> how, like, how long is that? And you see this photo and you see trees and you don't really see people, but you see, like, telephone poles. Right? So you have a sense of, like, scale. Uh-huh. And you're like, holy shit, that's huge. Oh, yeah. Noah's the- Ark was supposedly huge. Yeah, the thing was enormous. And uh, and and as you pointed out when we were talking about this earlier, uh, one man yeah. couldn't couldn't build that thing. No, 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 no. It's no. far too big. And that's when I mean, the Bible's pretty clear about that, right? That's just like him, <laughs> him and his family. That it's does just it. him, yeah. He's, it's not like he's got his buddies on because because oh he'd have to let them on. Oh, you yeah. can't be a du- a douche and be like, hey, I know you guys helped build the boat, but yeah. I can't let you on. Yeah. Uh, have fun drowning. Yeah. Um, maybe you can swim for a little bit. Maybe that could be fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, and who rounded up all the animals? So he, he built the thing and he rounded up all the animals. Yeah, dude. That dude was so. busy. He, he clearly had a lot of help. 
Well, he lived hundreds of years. Well, it would have taken hundreds of years. Yeah, it would for have. a lot of people. Yeah, to build the damn thing. Absolutely. Snopes mm. seems to think that this uh, that this discovery of Noah's Ark might not be a hundred percent true. Oh, really, Snopes? Yeah, but I think that they're just assholes. They're just being <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> well, the thing is clearly in the shape of a boat, or it's well, or it's just some rocks. It's just some rocks. It could it could be any number of things. If you use your imagination, <laughs> which you have to do, if you board, yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite a it's quite a claim. Uh my my father-in-law came to me with this claim oh, at one no. point and was like, "Well, what do you think about that, Dan?" And I was like, <laughs> "You know, you look at him and you, you um well, seems unlikely to me." Yeah. But you know, maybe you should go to I should have told him to go to Turkey. You should have. Go to Turkey. See if it's real. You You'll check it out. out. Go check out. it out. And report back. And 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 let's talk about it when you return. <laughs> Upon your return, we will he talk He would have gone to it. the chintzy little visitor center that's been put up. By the government. By the government, which is also proof, proof that something important is That it's real here. because the government wouldn't put up a, a, a visitor center for a non-real Noah's Ark site, never, would they? Never. The, the, the Turkish government. Visitors. That could that, that could smell the influx of tourist money. Oh, There's yeah. no way they would do that. Uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, anyway. But nonetheless, um, it's not going to take 2,000 years to find the plane. That's that's what that or guy says. 4,000 years to be more accurate. Right. That's <laughs> according to that dude, if you believe him. It's going to be much quicker this time. But ironically, it will be found near Mount Ararat in Turkey. Hmm. Actually, I guess it could be, huh? Didn't they say that was possibly within the radius? I don't think so. I think I think so. All right. Anyway, We're talking about no. <laughs> we uh, we've been emailed by some folks, uh, so I will. Let's I, hear the emails, Dan. We could do some emails. Um, well, this is very exciting. Yeah. Correspondence. Correspondence. Correspondence folks, in this modern age. Folks have done that. Um, we had one guy actually leave a comment on the Facebook or on the uh, the web page. Oh, okay. Um, and it's an interesting thing, and I wanted to throw it at you because I don't think you've seen this, and uh, just see what you think. Okay. Uh, hello, Frank and Dan. Just uh, had a thought to help you with do- your donations. Throw up a Bitcoin address on the site. Mm. You can also Twitter it uh, and put it on the Facebook page. Uh, he says if we do this, he promises to donate. Wow. Yeah, he says he's seen this work really well many times. Can't promise that we'll make thousands of dollars within a few days, but it does happen fairly frequently. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to think of the Bitcoin. Well, here's the deal with Bitcoin. Yeah. I don't, I actually don't really. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I don't, I don't know what to think about Bitcoin. I'm, I'm with you. It's uh, it, it's but here's a lot the of deal. people like it, but he it can also out, it can also just disappear. One it can day. also just disappear. But if if people want to share their fake, well, it's not fake, but it's their internet money right. with us, then why not? It's a good idea. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And the stuff fluctuates like mad. Right. So it like could if be we worth... cashed out on the right day, it could be worth 
a lot. Who knows? And I think it's down right now, too. Oh. Because that exchange in Tokyo or in Japan or wherever right. um, went down. Well, yeah, that's right. And so there's some instability in the whole Bitcoin-y thing. If I, I, again, I don't, I don't fully understand it. I tried to, like I read about it and I was like, I don't understand. They mine it? Yeah, wait, what? They, How are they mining Somebody's it? just making it up. No, but they have to work to mine it. Yeah. There's this whole thing where you need like fast processors so you can like mine. I don't understand. I, I don't. This is us in Twitter. It's pretend. It feels a little pretend. It's pretend. It, it, at some point, someone's going to catch on that it's pretend. Well, someone did catch on. And he just had all of that pretend money on his servers and cashed it out for real money and said, oops, your pretend money's gone. And no one can sue him because he's not a bank because it's pretend. What? Didn't you hear about that? No. Yeah, one of the main, one of, a big like server guy who's who's everybody keeps their. He's essentially like a Bitcoin bank, right? And he just left with it. He and took no, he took the bitcoins with him. Yeah, he just he just cashed them all out. Well, if he cashed them all out, somebody else would have bought them. Right, but so, like they weren't his. They were just in his thing, or, or 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 maybe he just shut it down. I think actually maybe he just shut it down. He had already uh, made a lot of money doing it. And then he just shut it down, and everybody just lost their bitcoins. And he was just like, "Yeah, fuck it, I don't care." I don't know that that's how. That's weird. Anyway, there was a big controversy. I didn't read too much of it, so I could be wrong. Yeah, that's you've you've thrown us into a tizzy over this Bitcoin thing. (laughs) We're in an absolute tizzy. I say, if somebody wants to give us a Bitcoin, we'll take their Bitcoin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There you go. If somebody wants to buy us a latte, I'll take the latte. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That's that's the true thing. Yeah. That's 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 what it is. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Bill wrote to us, uh, hi, Frank, Dan. Last week, you guys played a segment, uh, Phyllis Shafley. Uh, yes. He puts in question mark. Yeah. Yes. Lamenting our president's support of gays while at the same time claiming he's a practicing Muslim. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. You can't be both. You can't be <laughs> practicing Muslim and supporting gay rights. Really? Yeah. That's a good point there, that's Bill. That's a really good point. Billy? That's uh, yeah. Picked up, yeah. And any time in the future that I hear somebody say this whole thing about, you know, Obama being a Muslim, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, he must be a really bad Muslim. Yeah, because they don't like the gays. They don't like the gays, and he certainly does. He's on board with the queers. So what's going on here? Yeah. With you, sir. Dear sir. I think you're uh, being a little uh, disingenuous. I I challenge you. (laughs) Take off my glove and throw it at your feet. I think you're repeating a rumor that you heard and that you didn't think through thoroughly. (laughs) Or a couple of Thank them. You're you. combining your ru- your rumors badly. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, we also heard from uh, Donald Don, who uh, who wanted to uh, Donald Don is his name. Yes, Donald Don. His name is Donald D Don. <laughs> Donald D Don. I <laughs> want to meet this guy. If that were a real name, that'd be a great name. <laughs> First of all, it sounds funny, Donald D Don. Donald D. Don. Donald D. Don. That's a good one. <laughs> anyway, that's not his name. So his I'm, name is... I'm, I'm guessing that his name is Don, but he goes by 
Or Donald, but he goes by Don. It would seem that way. Okay. I, would, if I got the Donald from the from line on the okay. email, and then okay. at the bottom it signed Don. So okay. I, I adjusted. Okay. There we go. Sorry, Don. <laughs> Donaldy Don. Uh, he, uh, he says, a few weeks ago we were talking about a news story involving a pharmacist who wouldn't fill a prescription and got fired oh, over yeah. it. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, 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 I do. Uh, he says, I was, uh, I was a teaching assistant for pharmacy law. This type of story oh. made the news every year. The best one involved a pharmacist tearing up the prescription in front of the woman. Dear God. Yeah. Uh, we well, told, that's just rude. It, she should be allowed to at least go to another pharmacy. Right. Exactly. That is, that's just crazy is what it is. It's more than rude. You've gone well past rude. If you're a pharmacist and you can't even handle the idea of the pill, well, no, not for you, Missy. You're going to have that kid. God damn it. Anyway. Oh, deck. Yeah. He said, so, so Don says, uh, uh, you got to remember a few things about the situation. One, by law, a pharmacist uh, must refuse to fill a prescription, which would be dangerous to the patient. Oh, yeah. Well, that, um, yeah. So, okay. for instance, if the dose the doctor wrote would be deadly, uh, this law kicks in. Right. But okay. they should also remember that any pharmacy company can fire you tomorrow for any reason. Okay, sure. So if you invoke Rule 1, you don't get to act surprised if the company invokes Rule 2. So if your argument is that you are refusing because the danger is a... Um, a spiritual soul, one. Right. Uh, uh, this is really bad for your spirit. <laughs> for your eternal salvation. For sure. This is... If that's what your argument is, then okay, then number two kicks in. Right. And, and well, if... Off you go. If your boss doesn't agree with you... Right. Okay. Shoo, right. shoo, shoo. At that point. <laughs> that's a, that's an, all right, cool. Shoo. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have a voicemail, don't we? We do have a voicemail. Let's do one of those things. Uh, let me see. Where did I put said voicemail? Okay. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is one, uh, um, does this one need a setup? I don't think it no, just really needs a setup. Hey, Frank and Dan, this is Tom, uh, probably from Colorado, but I'm actually driving a moving truck to, to uh, California right now. And at 3 a.m. in Reno, I'm listening to show 117, where you give drug advice to a listener named Nicholas. And at first, I was a little bit shocked and wary of what you might say, and it turned out it was brilliant. Perfect. I could have been better, cautious, respectful, sensible, stuff I wish I had heard when I was 17 and it's the way a year of my life. It was excellent advice. Uh, I'm sure you didn't pass it past the uh, TJIA lawyer, but excellent advice nonetheless. Let me know if you need a character reference at your parole hearing. Love your show so much. You guys are great. Huh. There you go. Well, awesome. Well, what you don't know. Well, what you don't know, Tom. Uh, is that we do have a legal team here at TJIA. Uh, they are puppets, so it's a little, it's not, you know. They say what we want them to say. They give us the answer we want most of the time, but uh, but they're there. And they, they I'm glad that you approved of, of how we talked yeah. about drugs. We were nervous about it. But, yeah, well, it's, it's a dicey subject. But we but didn't, but the thing is. We, we never said, hey, yeah, do it, kid. But we, but we yeah. don't want to be bullshit either. Right. 90% of how grown-ups talk about drugs is just lying. Right. I'm not a fan of lying. Yeah. 
No, so, that's not nice. There you go. Not nice at all, Dan. And Bobby wrote in. I'm going to do one more email. Oh, okay. Uh, Bobby wrote in and said, uh, had a question for us. Just graduated from BYU. Uh, BYU Provo. He makes that designation. Well, that's a thing now. Yeah, I guess. Because there's BYU-Idaho. Yeah. And BYU-Hawaii. And Yeah, exactly. Hawaii. Uh, in December, and we'll be moving to down to Charleston, South Carolina for a new job. Oh, hey. Congratulations on your job. Yeah. Um, he says, he says, while I have gleefully left Mormonism and will be happy to move away from Mormontown, USA, Mormonism still has its hooks in my wife. Luckily, our marriage is great and we are working things out. While my wife is still trying to figure things out, she still goes to church. That's totally fine for me, except we have two young boys and the eldest, four, likes to go too. We have agreed to let the kids decide whether they go or not, and my eldest hmm. goes because he loves being around other people, which yeah. is great. And yeah. there's lots of kids singing for the kids and whatnot. So I, I didn't like church when I was a little kid. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah, except sacrament meetings is just a bore. But then you know, yeah, if, if you got a mind that part. if you got a good mom, she'll bring some Cheerios and she'll bring some things color and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have agreed to let the kids decide whether they go or not. Oh, I already read that part. Where am I? I lost my place when I started rambling. Uh, my concern is that while he goes to primary and whatnot, he is getting some messages that I obviously do not agree with. So I think you guys have touched on this in the past, and I agree that the child is developing, learning new things and information. Throwing in garbage is disconcerting. However, we do teach him about Santa, the Easter Bunny, develop, uh, etc. So should I just relax and wait until he gets old enough to recognize that Santa isn't real and... Use that as an opportunity to say uh, to say that some people choose to believe in God and some don't, etc. Uh, are we, as a people, doing a disservice to ourselves and our progeny by believing in Santa? Or is it all part of the process we go through as humans trying to sit through harmless belief uh, and malicious woo-woo? Hmm. Well, Bobby. There's a few things in there. There are a few things. We've talked yeah. about some of this. Yeah, we have. Um, this, We've never really talked about Santa, though. No, we, we haven't. We haven't. And the thing, and 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 it, it brings up a good point, which mm. is that uh, technically, you're lying to your child. Yeah. But you know what? You're, you're supposed to lie to your child. Yeah. That's just like, fun. I actually. Here's the deal, and I I, I kind of I I've always liked the way that my parents, surprisingly, I always like. <laughs> This is weird. Um, I approve of a way that my parents handled something. Um, no, they... That's terrible. Uh, no, the way they handled Santa I thought was really, uh, really nice. Which was what? And the same way with the Easter Bunny. Which was, like, they kind of... They did all the playing around with it. Mm -hmm. But there was never any lying about it. So when, like, questions were asked, it's like, oh, yeah, no. Huh. There was never like, well, yeah, you know, Santa. There was never trying to coax me any further than my mind wanted to be. Sure. And so when I was really little, oh, Santa, Santa, you know, and it's exciting. It's fun. Right. But then, like, as soon as, like, I'm old enough to be like, that's just a guy in a suit, right? Which was, like, at three. Right. Uh, or Yeah, it was probably three-ish. Um, my mom was like, yeah, yeah, that's just Santa. That's or that's just that's just the guy. That's just who that up is. in in his thing. Right. And it's like in part because we used to have shitty mall Santas. Now all the mall Santas are kind of amazing. They all have real beards. Got, yeah. The malls find these guys. I don't really? know where they find them. Real, huh. There's a, a, entire associations of real beard Santas. Really? Oh yeah. 
that's kind of weird. there's a, there's a whole this american life about competing associations of real beard santas <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> anyway uh I, I that's an interesting way of doing it i have no problem lying to your kids about santa and the easter bunny just because it's fun here's the deal i would never lie about the easter bunny <laughs> no I don't want to have Easter in my life. Really? No, dear God, no. I don't need like it's candy. Have some candy. Kid. Coloring it's, the eggs. It's and stuff. spring. Have some candy. Sure, great. But the whole like nothing about Easter ever appeals to really? me. Ever? No. As a kid, you didn't God. want to go like hunting for candy and eggs and maybe things? once. I thought it was fun. I remember once. I, it seems fun to me. Anyway, I have no problem with any of it. What I maybe but, I was just a. Just an awful child. You were a I'm gl- kind of having a realization. Grumpy Gus of a kid. I was grumpy. I didn't believe things, and I was grumpy. You were just and standing I- in the corner, like with a frown on your face. These idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this is stupid. Oh my god. Every- everyone's. Do they really buy into this shit? This is nonsense. I'm going on strike. If they want me to believe this. <laughs> Then they're going to have to do better than hiding the eggs that we that we painted yesterday. Right. And telling me that the Easter Bunny did it. Yeah. They're going to have to try a little harder than that if you I, want me to believe in this. Piece I colored this. This has my name on it. I remember, actually, this is a very distinct memory. Uh, and I was probably like, this was, I was probably about three. Um, my, I remember being told that the Easter Bunny was out hiding eggs. And I'm like, well, who's the Easter Bunny? And they're like, well, it's just, you know, it's this, it's this rabbit. And he comes around and he, and I, and I was just like, I was creeped out. I remember just being bothered. I was like, what do you, there's like some stranger rabbit in our backyard hiding eggs. That doesn't make any sense. What are you people doing? What have you agreed to? What have you gotten our family into? And they were surprised when they found out I didn't believe in God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, there you go. Um, so, Bobby, I would say, here's what I would say. This is just one man's thought on the thing. But uh, with the God and the going to church and the whatnot, I ask him questions. Yeah. See if you can get him talking, because that's always good. And then he'll. And then if he has questions for you, here's the thing. I think you and your wife need to make a deal. You need to understand where each other stands on what's okay to say to the kid and what's not okay to say to the kid. Yeah. I don't, I, sides, and I think yeah. both of you need to agree how not to indoctrinate the kid into your own thing. What you need to teach the kid is that mommy believes some things and daddy believes different things and not everybody believes the same thing. And if you let that be the basis for your child's upbringing in terms of beliefs that not everybody believes the same thing and that it's okay and that uh nobody's uh going to hell right then you're going to be okay yeah. and and probably he'll just come over to your side later at, at a certain point he'll just son church sucks church sucks and you can just say so does that sound smart to you does that sound like it's real and just always have the best things going on on sunday morning yeah oh yeah that's the other thing yeah okay bye we'll just be here making fun pancakes yeah we'll just be i'm gonna make uh uh you know mickey mouse style pancakes but you guys have fun at church take up fishing (laughs) you're so mean bicycle ride totally mean 
Come on. I love it. I love fair it. Fair is fair. That's right. That's right. I uh yeah, there you go. Who knows? <laughs> there's there's no one right way to raise a child. There's just a million wrong ways to do it. Yeah. So definitely don't listen to our wrong ways. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. So there was a death in the American uh <sighs> landscape recently Religious was it was it today it was today or yesterday uh, i don't know i don't uh, to be honest oh and we don't even have the same today today because we're recording early that's true we are recording on thursday normally we record on friday it'll probably so it was like yesterday or the day before or even earlier depending on when you're listening anyway he's or dead on wh- or on which side of the uh, international dateline god damn it okay so sitting. so if you don't who remember fred phelps? if you don't remember fred phelps here's who, here's what you got you got this uh fella he's the leader of a very small baptist church uh in topeka kansas westboro baptist do you remember going there we went I there do. we'll yeah. talk about that in a minute yeah. uh, he, anyway he founded this church he was a pastor he couldn't really he didn't really take off the way he had intended it to Mm-hmm. Um, mostly it was just his family members. Right. But, uh, they, these are the guys that they decided that they, the, that it was so important not to be okay with gay people that they were going to start picketing funerals that had nothing to do with gayness. Well, remember these, the, they were doing, they were like anti-gay picketing for a long time. Oh right? Yeah. And the whole Matthew Shepard Well, thing. before it was cool. <laughs> but, like, they showed up to Matthew Shepard's That's right. Funeral, they did. Right. With thing. their horrible, hateful signs. That was in, like, 94 or something. 98. Oh, okay. And I know that because of that guy who's in the NBA who has the number on his back now. Oh, right. I'm such a sports fan. That's how I put Right, it. right. <laughs> you follow all of the gay sportsmen. I, I do. Except all for the, the... All the professional gay sports. I don't even know his name. Right. I heard something on NPR. <laughs> yes. That's how... And I was like, oh, he had the number 98 for the year Matthew Shepard died. That's right. So. Anyway, uh, Fred Phelps... Uh, yes, so they would go and they would pick it... After during the uh, Iraq War, they'd go and picket the soldiers, uh, the soldiers' uh, funerals, yeah. claiming, by the way, and this is a pretty circuitous way to get to picketing a soldier's funeral. Their claim was that the the war was caused by Americans being more accepting of queers because. That was what inspired the 9-11 attacks against us, and mm, therefore, clearly. therefore, we're we. That's why uh, we're in the war. So the 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 soldiers are dying because of the fags. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And so they had, you know, they invented the God hates fags thing. They loved to talk about who God hated. Yeah. So that was set, that set them apart. Usually, you hear about who God, God loves, who who God loves, God and then you love. and then you also hear a whole bunch of rules that are gods. But they, right, this was well, God co- loves rules. God loves rules, and God hates fags. So <laughs> these guys because he loves rules because of rules because <laughs> rules, you guys. <laughs> So, you know, kind of these guys were universally hated. Yeah. Uh, even by other Christians, even by other, like, people who didn't like the queers, these guys were not exactly these heroes. These guys were going around making a bad name for, for fag-hating. For fag-hating. They yeah. were indeed uh, nobody like someone who disrupts a funeral of a soldier. You know what? <laughs> nobody likes anybody who disrupts a funeral of 
anybody. Right. You don't... Funerals are off limits. Or yeah. should be. Or should be. To picketers. I'm sorry. I don't care who it is that just died. Right. Maybe Adolf Hitler. Yeah, Hitler you, you can do. You can dance on his grave. You can, yeah. And dancing on the grave is another thing. That's at no, least that's, true that's at least after the family's left. Yeah. And Maybe. I'm sure that, that Phelps's grave will uh will have some pilgrimages unto it. I I I wonder if it'll be like undisclosed. <laughs> or or on the premises of the of the church property. Oh, behind the, the, <laughs> the big giant gate. Right. Next to the next to the, the swing set. Yeah. Or something. The, no, right right in, right by the, the the basketball court. Oh, okay. Wasn't there a basketball court? Can you guys tell we've we've been to there? We, we've we've been there. We've totally been there. <laughs> we were uh, we were in Topeka last last year on our road trip through the south. Yeah. We, we that was our final stop. Was uh, it was Topeka, Kansas, and then it was like twenty hours of driving. Oh my god, that was a nightmare. It's the worst drive ever. Driving through Kansas. Uh, Kansas, what are you... You're killing me, Kansas. Yeah, it's you're rough. You're killing me. It's rough. Uh, excuse me, East Colorado. Yeah, also them. Also awful. It's the same thing. Yeah. You can't... Yeah, there's no difference. Yeah, it's gross. just... It goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Anyway, uh, so so Phelpsy Phelps uh, passed away. And of course, since he was such a lightning rod, everybody's been uh, commenting on it and tweeting about it and... Mm-hmm. saying you know their analysis of of his of his legacy hmm. i thought we should talk about that too yeah he um well, what do we, how do we want to approach this dan like, how i don't do know we, because the thing why is don't, why don't you give us the gay perspective frank or rather a gay perspective since you don't represent all of the my gay people gay in the perspective? world yeah. i'll give you my gay perspective good because you're gay um my gay perspective is that I think he's a vile, or was a vile human being. Yeah, uh, he wasn't very good at humaning. I would, I'll give you that. <laughs> but I do think that people like Fred Phelps, as much as 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 distasteful as they are, and as horrid the things that they say uh, can be, I do think that there is uh, what it. What it does, what I see happening is that it, you have moderates, you have people who may not know how to feel about a topic, mm. right? Um, people who are still sitting on the fence. And I think people like Fred Phelps push them to the other side of the fence. Right. I think that, 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 that there's this whole thing of clearly people like re- the, on the religious right totally want to make sure that the distance between them and Fred Phelps is clearly understood. Right. Well, Fred Phelps doesn't really believe that much that a lot of these folks, you know, don't believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like they believe they actually believe a lot of the same it stuff. It kind of lines it's up. It's just they he was willing to verbalize it and he was willing to like show up. And he took right? it to a place that none of them would be willing to take it to. Never. Never, right? Um and so I think that helps those people seem more French. Right. The ones that are willing to continue staying where they are. Right. And I think that um, that those that um, aren't willing to stay there uh, make sure that everybody understands how far they've moved mm. from that position because of how hateful and vile it, it clearly is playing to everybody. Right. And so, I, I, you know, the fact that he was there, all right. Yeah. Cool. I, he I was mean, probably helping our cause. I, I personally think that people like Fred Phelps inadvertently help the cause i 
I agree with you. They I don't mean, attract I, anything. They no. don't attract people to them. No, it's not like anyone was joining Westboro Baptist. Even if they wanted to, they, if you're not a Phelps, you're not in, really. Right. It's just the... Uh, so, yeah, I think his largely his legacy was to like sort of show the world what a, how big a dick you are yeah. if you hate gays that much. Yeah. That was that was the main thing. I, I have a feeling that Fred Phelps did not read the secret. <laughs> and no, he I don't I don't There's I, no I don't person think... in the world that didn't put his energy out into the universe <laughs> as much as Fred Phelps did. I think right, you, but it's the law of attraction, right? Okay. No, no. I mean, he, that's the whole point. You get what you what you put out. That's the theory, right? right? Well, he, so if you're putting out a lot of good and generosity and like all of that, then the theory is that's what you're going to have in your life. Eh, but I, I kind of buy it, not on the woo-woo sort of level, but I kind of think that if you're a good person, you do good things, you're going to have good people in your life. Yeah, people are going to like you. They're going to want to yeah. do good things for and you. And then when shit hits the fan somehow in your life, you know, you get sick, you get ill. There's people around who are going to be willing to give back to you because you gave so much. Right. Well, I'm going to point when out you're that Fred Phelps and all you spill out into the world is vile, um, hatred. Right. And right. Or like just venomous, angry words to right. the world. Sure. Right? And doing things that just piss people off. People dance on your grave. Yeah. People are happy that you're gone. Yeah. People don't help you in your final hours. Well, I mean, he was in the hospital. They were helping him. Well, because they have to. Right. I'm you just know. saying, like, I mean, you're right. He put hate, hatred out into the world and got plenty of hatred back. Right. Which he loved. Got a kick out of it. Maybe. It was clear. Yeah. Um, He got attention. It, and he, Yeah, and he made it to the Supreme Court, Uh, you know, when they... when. People were suing him to make him stop yeah. going to people's uh Well, they were all lawyers, funerals. right? All the Phelps. Weren't there a lot of lawyers in the family? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think there was something like that. Like, a couple of the kids were lawyers. Mm-hmm. I think he was a lawyer, wasn't he? Maybe. I th- oh, before we I go any further. You're going to look that on the right. Yeah, I'm going to do a friend. Uh, he, uh, the, the, the Phelpses, the Phelpsians, uh, they galvanized the. I, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I I thought the Onion article headline was probably the funniest uh, treatment of mm-hmm. of Fred Phelps, which just said something along the lines of "man who clearly stopped gay marriage from happening, or or who stopped the 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 tide of gay oppression dies, or something like that." Huh. Cause he didn't, right? Cause that it is, didn't. It didn't work, Freddie boy. <laughs> you yeah. failed. He was a disbarred lawyer. Oh, oh dear. I don't know why he was disbarred, but he was. He was a lawyer. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Um, you know, when we were in Kansas and we were we were there at in front, sort of at his church. He was, I think, off. They they were all off. Uh, picketing the do you remember there was that that horrible tornado in oklahoma city yeah and they were going to go and make sure that everybody felt really bad at the funerals there yeah and uh so they weren't there but we went and looked and their marquee said god hate hates fags right and it, by the way you, sh- you guys should know that the west uh the westboro part of topeka kansas is lovely oh it's a cute part of town really adorable little yeah. uh suburb there or not suburb but a little neighborhood, neighborhood. it's adorable so uh it's it is fascinating to see like that kind of 
blatant hate speech, just proudly waving in the wind at the at the in this cute little neighborhood. Okay, here's here is what makes Fred Phelps crazy town. Okay, um, he was a civil rights lawyer. Oh my God, that's right. He uh, he took cases on behalf of African American clients, um, alleging racial racial discrimination by school systems and a predominantly black American Legion post, um, which had been raided by police allegedly uh, on on racial grounds, uh, so forth and so on. He actually, um, in the 1980s, Phelps received awards uh, from the Greater Kansas City Chapter of Blacks in Government and the Bonner <laughs> Springs branch of the NAACP. It's amazing. For his work on behalf of black clients. So... Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. That'll, then, th- doesn't that just bake your noodle? Like, he was all about, like, tolerance and understanding in one way. Yeah. But it had its limit. By the way, we've been to Bonner Springs, too. We have. just going to yeah. point that yeah. out. Well, we've been everywhere. Not everywhere. We, I, I'm feeling another trip coming on. <laughs> another us trip? Yeah. Yeah, we need to. Another another TGIA venture mm. anyway uh a shorter one this time yes that yeah. was it was long it we, we we sacrificed for our listeners we did but it was fun and it was fun it was great to meet but it was a long, long trip anywho we uh the phelps phelps is uh i'm 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 glad he's dead i mean there's nothing he's he's not he, he was done does he, it feel weird to say that no i don't give a shit i mean a lot of people have like issues with that i don't care I frankly I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, he, uh, he offered he had nothing I'm, more to offer. I'm society. glad that he died as an old man. I'm gl- I'm glad I'm glad uh, about that there's no like there's no martyring or anything like that. Mm. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's oh, the, you definitely mean the like, kind of figure you don't want to become like to have been shot by someone Exactly. Then, yeah, you want him to just die as an old man somewhere. Right. Sort of just fade out, yeah, with a whimper, not with a bang. I don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't care about him. He's, he's a horrible person. He was obviously a horrible person, uh, who, who, but other than, other than the people, I feel bad for, for the people who's, who, you know, the families of the funerals that, that, that they picketed. Yeah. Other than that, they're just a sideshow. Yeah. Yeah. They're just a circus. Um, the United Kingdom. Uh, had him on a list of people unwelcome in the UK. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, wow. That, yeah. It probably takes something to get on that list. I'm guessing <laughs> that's not the easiest list to get on. Because, the, you know, the UK, while while they have rules, they're also quite polite. Yes. And it just seems like, that. oh, uh, I'm afraid we're not. You're, you're uninvited from our country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one one hates to be rude, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm afraid we're going to have to revoke your your visa. You 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 you'll have to go back. Well, he didn't even get in. Right. He there was an announced protest. <laughs> they tried to enter. Well, I guess before they tried to enter, they were just told you will not be allowed in. Yeah, just FYI, you will be stopped at the border. Don't and you will not be. Don't buy in. the ticket. Customs will stop you. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, happy Fred Phelps' dead day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a national holiday. No, we don't need to give him that much. He's a horrible man died. Yep. 
So don't mourn, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll we'll leave it at that. I yeah, think. Sure. We All rambled. Right. We rambled long enough. Yep. Uh, about th- this. Thanks. Hopefully, we said something in there. Did we say anything? No. Did we have a point? Uh, I he mean, we, we said the thing about uh, about about him helping the cause that he was trying to that he was ra- railing against. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. I think that's a thing. That's a thing. Uh, so so there you go. Um, I but, wanted to uh, actually. There was one point that I did <laughs> want to say. Okay. There was one thing. Okay. And because I saw this kind of occur in a couple different places of people saying, um, "He's dead. Let's not talk about him. Let's oh. not give him anything." And I I think that's the wrong approach. And here's why. I think that you have to face these kind of people mm. and obviously their death is a moment when everybody is like focused on who this person was and what they meant in our society right and i think it's important for us to know that um you know what the fred phelps of this world are right and uh and and know that that's uh and hopefully learn all the opposite lessons that we can right. all the things he stood you know, against, well, you're not sure. all of them, but, um, I think the bad things that he was against, the good things that he was against, right. We can now see as being good things and we can, I, I hope I, I, I lost my point in there. somewhere. that's okay. You know, here's, here's what I wanted to say. Anyone who says, don't give him the time of day. Don't, you know, don't, he's not worth talking about whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're exactly wrong because for, he can't benefit from it now. Right. There's nothing that we can give him. Right. He doesn't gain anything now because of he's dead. Right. So talk about him. See yeah. what he means to you. I, I think I, he, it's also important to discuss the fact, by the way, that he had every right to hold up horrible signs yeah. to make incendiary statements. Yeah. He had that right. And I'm glad that he had that right. I will defend that right, right. Uh, to make awful, awful statements. I make some sometimes. Hmm. I don't mean to be awful. He meant to be awful, but I don't mean to. Anyway, I, uh, there you go. I wanted to, to thank some donors. Let's do. Uh, be, I, and I'm, I'm going to try and right now cause a separation in everyone's mind between Fred Phelps. That was what we were just talking about. And that we've horrible, stopped. Horrible, horrible human Stop talking about him. And now we're talking about wonderful, very supportive humans. And we appreciate you. Whom we love. Uh, so, so thank you to Susan, uh, w- who did a one-time donation. She said, your podcast is great. I love you guys. Thanks for the laughs at religion's expense. Thanks, Susan. Um, Robert, who uh, wrote us a very fun email, uh, one that was way too long for us to read on the air and probably and really didn't have a point that was useful to the air, but it was really fun to read. Uh, all about a, an experience he had when he was in Utah. Anyway, he bought a he bought a T-shirt and he uh, he gave us a donation. That Fantastic! Was Thank you, Robert. Super sweet. Uh, and and it was fun listening, reading your email. Um, Gene is now a monthly subscriber. Uh, Thank also, you, Gene. also William, a monthly subscriber. We're not quite sure how you did what you did. We're still sorting that out. <laughs> it's at a he's a monthly <laughs> subscriber at a level that we don't offer. So, but uh, we appreciate it. I'm not sure if he's hacked us and now is taking all of our money or if he's actually giving us. Anyway, we appreciate your donation, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, William. And was it William? What did I just say? I clicked you it away. You said William. Yeah, William. And, uh, and also Lee. Uh, oh, thank wow. you so much, everybody, for your uh, contributions. Absolutely. If you would like to help us 
do uh, this show and do it better and better, uh, you can also contribute to us. The place to do that is to go onto the fa- onto the interwebs, type in uh, thankgodimatheist.com and find the support button on the right-hand side. Yeah, we it is uh, very helpful, and we do appreciate it's it. It's vital. So thank you. It's vital to our continuance of this program. Well, it pays for the hosting, and it pays for this website that we're trying to, we're, to, to get up. Eventually, it'll happen. It'll happen. It's, it's happening. Uh, so thank you all of you guys uh, very much. Thanks also to Mackenzie for her work on of the course, Facebook thank, page. Thank you, Mackenzie. And of course, thank you uh, to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use uh, their music at the, well, in all sorts of settings, but most, the one you hear at the beginning of the show and at the end, that's them. The so. one that you're hearing right now. Oh, that's true. Even yeah. as we speak. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh. thanks for all of that. And thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.